Okay, all right, here we go. Everybody ready? Buckle your seatbelts. Everybody buckle your seatbelt. Come on. All right, all right. I don't know. I'm feeling goofy today. So we're in our, okay, what time is it? 745? I'll be done by 8. Watch. Here we go. Nobody believes me. Nobody believes me I'll be done by 8. But, okay, listen. Listen up. Check this out. We're in our second week of our talk about how Jesus is a human. Jesus is a human. Jesus is fully God, fully man. When we read the Bible, hey, middle section right here, let's keep it. You know what I mean? Zip it, throw away the key, and uh, I'll give it back to you later, okay? Um, but we talked about for a while, you're not in trouble, I love you. We're, uh, <laughs> we talked about it, how, how Jesus being fully God is really, really important. Raise your hand, hand if you agree that that's super, super important. But also, just as important, for many reasons, Jesus was fully human. And, and, the, and the importance of that is, uh, obviously, the road to salvation went through Jesus dying on the cross. You couldn't do that unless he was human, right? And so we took three weeks plus a fourth week of discussion to talk about why Jesus being God is super important. Now we're taking three weeks. We're in week two. Uh, three weeks, and we're going to do a discussion again of why Jesus being human is really important. And last week we talked about just kind of the life Jesus lived. He was born with a bunch of animals in basically a barn. So it started off worse than a lot of us. Um, and, then, and then grew up, uh, something we didn't cover last week, but is also important, is that the king of the area at that time, King Herod, wanted to kill Jesus because he heard of there was a king being born. So he's like, well, I'm king. I'm going to kill this. What? So he, he ordered that every child under the age of two would be killed uh, no matter what. And so there's this mass genocide, the slaughtering of, of children two years and younger. And uh, Mary, Joseph, and Jesus, they fled to Egypt so that they would escape that. And then they came back later. And then we have the story of Jesus getting left behind at uh, the temple, and he's 12 years old, and he's like, I'm good, I'm chilling, right? And then he grows up, and then we have the Jesus that we see in the Gospels and things like that. And so we talked about the life of Jesus because we can relate to the life of Jesus. Amen? We all been left at the grocery store every once in a while. Uh, so last week we talked about his life, how it relates to us. But this week I want to talk about his character. Everybody say character. Oh, let's say it loud. Everybody say character. Nice. So we talked a couple weeks ago about divine attributes. I think we talked about perfection, and we talked about authority, and we talked about humility. But now I want to talk about how Jesus lived as a man. How did people know him? What would people say about Jesus if they met him, right? It's like, it's like any of us. How do we live our lives? How, what is my character like? If you've known me for any period of time, how would you describe me? Don't answer that. <laughs> but how, how, how would you describe me? Like if someone was like, hey, you know that guy Brett at, at South Coast, you know, Echo Youth? How, who, how is that guy? Who is he? And how would you describe me, right? So I want to talk about how if someone back in the day was like, hey, you know that guy Yeshua, uh, how, how would you describe him, right? And so... I've thought about a few scenarios. I think, I think the three wise men and the, and the shepherd boys that rolled up to give Jesus gifts at the beginning because an angel came to them and said that, that the new king is here, right? And so they came and brought him gifts. I, I think they would probably agree that 
he is humble and came from humble beginnings. I, I don't think they expected to roll up on the coming king being born in a barn, right? Or, or, or kind of in, in a manger right next to a donkey and a cow. And I don't know what else was in there, but it was probably smelly, right? Imagine like being like, oh, there's a coming king. I'm going to bring him a gift. And then you follow the star and then you roll up and there's like cow poop all over the ground. And you're like, wait a second, right? So I think they would agree that Jesus is humble and, and came from humble beginnings. And I think the children who wanted to meet Jesus would agree that he was gentle. Amen? We know that story where the disciples are pushing away these kids. And Jesus said, no, 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 let the children come to me, right? And, and so Jesus cares about you no matter what your title is, no matter how old you are. He believes that you can make a difference. Amen? I think the 20,000 plus people that Jesus fed would agree that he was kind and generous. We see that in the Bible where he was preaching to these people, and, and Jesus brings up to the disciples, he says, uh, it's getting late, shouldn't they eat? And they're like, well, I mean, they could go home and eat, whatever. He's like, no, let's feed them. You feed them, he says. <laughs> they're like, okay, well, I got, you know, a couple, a few fish, a few loaves of bread, and he's like, sick, sounds good. And he multiplies it and feeds all these people. And so I think those people were probably thinking, wow, this man is kind and he's generous to feed us all. Imagine being in a group of 20,000 people, and you're, you're following someone around, and then at the end of it, you, you didn't sign up for it, but at the end of it, he's like, free food for everyone. You're like, yes, right? You get free food tonight. All right. But another story, I think, I think the Pharisees in the temple would probably agree that Jesus was passionate. <laughs> Amen? Especially about his father's house. As he's flipping tables and kicking them out and saying... You know, why are you desecrating the house of my father, right, as they're selling stuff instead of um, doing what God has asked them to? And I, I think the disciples would say that Jesus was selfless and humble after he had washed their feet. And I was thinking about this the other day. The disciples walking around with sandals all the time, I bet you their feet were nasty. And Jesus washed all of their feet. I'll wash your feet. And that, back then it was kind of a sign of like, um, of care, endearment, servitude, right? All, all those things. And so Jesus humbled himself and washed their feet. And, uh, and so they, they probably after that think, wow, he's really selfless and humble. And I think Peter would say that he was patient <laughs> after all the do-overs Peter got. Anybody know that Peter got a lot of do-overs? Peter's chopping people's ears off and, and cussing other people out, I'm sure, and then, and then, and then cursing God three times, and and then and then Jesus says, "No, you know what? I'm going to give you another chance." And I, oh, I'm going to give you another chance. Oh, I'm going to give you another chance. And so Peter probably think he's patient, right? I think the leper, who not leopard, leper. Okay, oh, right, hold on, let me teach real quick, just in case we got to be all on the same page. Anybody know what a leper is? Raise your hand if you know what a leper is. Okay, so there's this old disease called leprosy. That would eat away at your skin. Super contagious. Back in the day, if someone had leprosy, they were exiled into another area outside of town. They weren't allowed to come in. You weren't allowed to touch them. If you touch someone who had leprosy, you're unclean. You're kicked out too. Does that make sense? Um, and so a leper, someone with leprosy. So I think the leper who Jesus healed would suggest that Jesus was brave and compassionate. Because Jesus went up to the person he wasn't supposed to touch and said, no, it's okay. I'm not afraid. And he said, be healed, and he was healed. There's a lot of us that are afraid of a lot less than leprosy, amen? <laughs> but here's the most important one, the one I want to spend just a couple minutes on, seven minutes or so. 
I think Peter would say that Jesus was love. And I think everybody that met Jesus would say that he was love and he was loving. And let me tell you why. So open your Bibles, if you will, to John 21. We're going to read verse 15 through 17. John chapter 21. John chapter 21, 15 through 17. Everybody say, "Uh uh-huh, if you're there. Okay, we're not there yet, are we? John chapter 21, verse 15. All right, give me another. "Uh Uh-huh, if you're there. Okay, all right, we're good. All right, I'm going to read it. Here we go. Verse 15. When they had finished breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than these? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my lambs. And he said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said to him, tend my sheep. And he said to him a third time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Peter was grieved because he said to him a third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. That's it. That's all I'm going to read. And you're like, okay, this is cool. Do you love me? Feed my lambs. Do you love me? Tend my sheep. Do you love me? Feed my sheep. What does that mean? Jesus is suggesting that the best way to love him is to love them. And I think we get this wrong. We, we oftentimes think that, and, it, and it's great, I want all of us to have a personal relationship with God, and he wants you to as well. But we oftentimes make our relationship with God and our faith just us and God. And it's just between me and him. And I love Jesus, and he loves me, and I don't like everybody else. I love you, but I don't like you. Okay, you know, whatever you want to say. But Jesus right here is saying that the best way to actually love him is to love them. And who's them? The people you love, your family, your friends. Them is also the people you don't like. Them is also the people that believe differently than you. Them is also the people that you might even view to be evil. He, He asks you to love them. If you wish to love like Jesus, you'd love everyone always. It's tough, but it's what he calls us to do. Amen? But this, this shows how loving Jesus is. When, when Peter asks, um, when, when Jesus asks Peter if he loves him, and Peter says, of course I love you, right? He doesn't say, then give me a glass of water. Right? When, when Peter's like, of course I love you, he doesn't say, then wash my feet. When, when Peter says, of course I love you, he doesn't say, then rub, give me a back rub. <laughs> My back hurts, which those are good, so I'm not, <laughs> nothing against back rubs. But when, when, when Peter says, yes, Jesus, I love you, then Jesus doesn't say, then bow down and kiss my feet right now, or kiss my ring, or, right, feed me some grapes or something, right? Like Jesus doesn't say, okay, if you love me, then do this for me. What he says is, if you love me, then do this for them. And so what I'm trying to get at is that that's the most selfless thing I could think of. That's the most selfless response Jesus could ever have. Do you love me? Yes. Okay, then love them. Like, I, I don't even think about that with like, with, like, Danielle and I's relationship. If I'm like, Danielle, do you love me? And she's like, yes. I'm like, oh, thank you, you know, right? But I've never once been like, Danielle, do you love me? And she's like, yes. Okay, then love all my friends. 
She does, and so that, that, that's great, but that's never been my response. Like, Danielle, do you love me? Yes. Okay, then love everybody no matter what. And if you don't love everybody no matter what, then you don't love me. That's intense. But that's what Jesus says. Jesus says, I, I, don't, I don't want you to just pour out all your love on me. Pour it out on them. And as you pour it out on them, you're pouring it out on me. God wants us to take care of each other, children and adults. He says, feed my lambs, the little ones. He says, tend my sheep and feed my sheep, the big ones. So I'll end it with a shameless plug with three minutes to spare, by the way, Shable. Everyone who doubted me. All right, hold on, hold on. Check this out, check this out, check this out, check this out. And then we'll go have some free food and be fun. But let's remember. So, so Peter says, yes, Jesus, I love you. Jesus says, do you love me? He goes, yes, Jesus, I love you. And then he goes, then feed my sheep. Or how we've been translating it. Do you love me? And he says, yes, Jesus, I love you. And he goes, then love them. Then care for them. Then feed them. Then tend them. So Saturday at 9.15, as a youth group, we have an opportunity to love them. We have an opportunity to actually feed his children. So as we pack boxes filled with food that will fill the bellies of starving children, God will be so pleased with us because we'll take and move with the words that he said, feed my lambs. Right? And so it's a shameless plug, but... the reason I'm preaching this message is because if we're going to learn about Jesus, and the point of learning about Jesus is to follow Jesus with everything we have. Amen? And so if we're going to follow Jesus and be like Jesus, Jesus told Peter, if you love me, then love them. And so Jesus is telling you and telling me that if we love him, then we should love them. And so this Saturday, we're, we're taking the opportunity. We've already raised the money. We've bought all the food, and we have an opportunity to love them. Who? We're loving children in Uganda and in, in Dominican Republic and Ecuador who, who don't get to have food. And with these little packs of food that we're going to box up, we're going to send to them, they'll be able to eat and have their bellies full for an entire year. And so when Jesus tells us, feed my lambs, how are we going to respond? Right? And I want to respond with, yes, Jesus, I will. Not like, uh, well, I was going to go to the beach with my friends on Saturday, so can I feed your lambs later? Right? Or, Jesus, uh, 9.15 is kind of early. I like to stay up really late, and I just don't think I'm going to be able to wake up. So can I feed your lambs in the afternoon? Right? I'm getting a little bit real. Sorry, love you. I'll feed you after this, so you'll be fine. But this Saturday, 9.15, be here at the church because we're going we're gonna to live this out. We're going to go do what God called us to do, and, and, and that's to love on his children and, and, to, and to feed them and take care of them. The Bible says that we, we are supposed to feed the, the poor and we're supposed to take care of the widows. And so this is part of it is that we're going to feed poor children around the world, and it's going to be awesome. And this is going to be a thing that we do regularly because I believe that we can make a difference and actually make it so that that kids aren't hungry anymore. Amen? And so stand up with me. This is all, that's all I have to say. That Jesus, Jesus is love. Jesus loves you. 
better than anybody else could ever love you. So if you're wondering, how should I be loved, then then go to Jesus. If you're wondering, how should I love someone else, go to Jesus. If you're wondering, how should somebody love me, go to Jesus. Amen? And so what we're going to do is on Saturday, we're going to respond. Jesus says, Brett, if you love me, feed my lambs. And we're going to say, okay. Amen? Jesus, we love you. We worship you so much. We love you so much. We give you all the praise, all the honor, all the glory. God, we just ask that you would help us to have hearts that reflect your will, to have hearts that reflect what you want to be done. God, even, and even the things that make you sad, God, that, that hurt your heart as people are hurting and broken and, and hungry, God, I pray that those things would hurt our hearts too so that we would long uh, for restoration and we would figure out a way to help. And so this Saturday, God, we're trying to help as best as we can. And we've raised the money, we've bought the food, and we're going to package it and send it to these children. So, Lord, I pray that you would be pleased with us, God, as we feed your lamb. So we give you praise and honor in Jesus' name. Everybody said? Amen.